Welcome back to the Price Spot Podcast. This is your host, Mike. The interview you're about to listen to was actually the first Skype interview I'd ever done for our YouTube channel, and it was back in November of 2016. It was with the founder and owner of Redcom One, none other than Aaron Singerman, who also co-founded the supplement brand Blackstone Labs. In this interview, what's kind of funny is that I talk about Redcom One blowing up in the end of 2016, but that was absolutely nothing compared to the growth that they achieved in 2017 and 2018. If you'd like to find links to the books that Aaron mentions, you can find the associated blog post or YouTube video, and uh, the links will be in the description. Hope you enjoy. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Mike with PricePaw.com, your uh, supplement deals engine. And today we have with us the famous Aaron Singerman of Redcom One, Prime Nutrition, and various other entrepreneurial outfits. Um, this is our first time doing a Skype interview, so bear with us. Uh, but we hope to do it a lot more and maybe even more with Aaron because there's always so much going on and so much to talk about. So thanks for having us here today, Aaron. How's it going? Thank you for choosing me to be the <laughs> first person to do this with. I am honored. You are I'm the goodie pig. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. All right, cool. So um, I'm imagining a lot of people are going to come from different angles watching this. So Redcom One's obviously been the big thing this year. Uh, it seems like you're, it's blowing up right now. So first off, can you give us like the one minute kind of elevator pitch on Redcom One? What is this, what is this brand uh, for those who haven't heard of it yet? Sure. So basically, uh, Redcon One stands for the highest state of readiness. And, and that's kind of, we, we found the name, the name kind of struck home with me and my small team that I took over from uh, Blackstone Labs when I left Blackstone Labs. And uh, we kind of basically built the name, the brand around the logo and around the name because the name really struck home with me. And uh, basically the brand means more than just supplements. And I always wanted to create something well, like, I think what, what's lacking in the supplement industry, sports supplement industry, mm-hmm. is really branding in general. So you have all these companies. There's thousands of companies. Uh-huh. But, but what do they stand for? What do they really mean? Mm-hmm. You know, I, Most of them, um, like 99% of them, I couldn't tell you, and I don't think that they could even tell you what they mean and what they stand for. So we decided to come at this like a real company, like a real business and a real brand. And what I believe in and what I stand for is being ready for anything. And you can take that and be, translate that, that into something physical, like being ready for a bodybuilding contest or a triathlon or, or any various um, athletic endeavor. Or you can translate that, that into being a good businessman, being prepared mentally for any kind of challenge, even being a good father. So, um, you know, these are things that are important to me. And I think uh, preparation and, and being at the top level of anything you do um, is something desirable to everybody. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we were able to create this this more of a uh, I hate to say movement because that's such so cliche <laughs> that is now. But that was the plan: is to create this brand that meant more than supplements. Now, of course, we have great supplements that everybody has been enjoying now and has tried. Mm-hmm. But more than that, we wanted to put out great content for free. Mm-hmm. So there's education, there's entertainment, there's we're doing literally almost an article a day right now on uh, on various parts of our business, business in general. I do a radio show once a week, sometimes mm-hmm. twice a week. And we'll, readiness add, radio. Yeah. and we'll add some links into the uh, description of this video. Okay, cool. Thanks. So readiness radio, which is about literally uh, being prepared, being the uh, top level of readiness in the championship mindset, in the mental portion of business mm-hmm. or the mental system. When I discuss, you know, um, like we just talked about negativity and I just recently talked about negativity and, and having positive influences around you. That can absolutely apply to being a bodybuilder. 
Um, if you are around people that hold you down, that want to offer you cake and candies or the lot of you and tell you <laughs> you look fantastic, mm -hmm. right? That can hurt. Mm -hmm. But in business, you can be easily pulled down by people that are going to tell you you can't do it and you suck and this idea is bad or whatever. Mm -hmm. So the stuff that I talk about on the radio show um, is stuff that I'm pa personally passionate about. It's for free. It's content and it builds our branding all at the same time. So the idea is if you like the content that we're putting out, you like our message, hopefully you'll give the supplements a try or the apparel. Some of the people that buy right. our apparel now don't even work out. Mm -hmm. And they just like the message that we're putting out there. And they say, these are cool t-shirts. I want to wear them. I'll pay the $19.99 for a cool shirt that I'm, that's comfortable, high quality that I'm going to wear. And, uh, and you know what? That's good enough for me, man. Uh, I'm happy to try to help people. And in the long run, if helping people and giving them free content can equal uh, dollars for the business, mm -hmm. then, then everybody's happy. Right. Okay. So one thing I, th I think interesting here is that you really didn't mention uh, the military spin on things or the special forces. Are you kind of getting away from that or? Definitely not. I, you told me quick pitch <laughs> quick elevator. So I didn't want to go too. the one thing is you'll notice when you look at the packaging mm -hmm. is that there is a very twisted military twist to the look and the name Redcon one is military jargon, you know, for the highest state of military readiness. So basically I've always been a, uh, a big fan of the, the special forces particularly right. and, uh, and military. It's something where when I was 18, I was a problem child and I had the option to go in the military and I didn't. And I always wondered my whole life, like how much different my life mm -hmm. would be yeah. um, if I would have done, went that way. And I always had a lot of respect for people that did, uh, people that served. And um, basically that interest carried on into reading and, and uh, making friends in the military. And then when we Blackstone kind of happened, we got this huge military following mm -hmm. um, for the products. And I got to meet a lot of really cool people. And a lot of the, the military kind of uh, ethos, the stuff that they believe um, is the same stuff that, that is the same things that I talk about and that I believe, even though I didn't serve in the military, I think there's a way to make this brand mil military twisted, not all the way military. Right. I wouldn't want uh, I wouldn't want people to think that you have to be in the military to take it. But I think those beliefs and the things that special forces guys are taught about never quitting championship mindset about, you know, just honestly about everything from from the very beginning to the end of uh, what it means to be a ultimate uh, military special operator, you know, mm -hmm. is uh, is really cool. And this is a time in in the life, regardless of you like Trump. Hillary, you're anti-Afghanistan, anti-Iraq. Mm -hmm. Everybody respects Navy SEALs and Special Forces. And Absolutely. so um, I wanted to sponsor somebody different. And so we originally, our two, first two people were two Navy SEALs, mm -hmm. Brandon Cruz and Ryan Bates. And uh, a lot of the content you'll find is uh, is pushed towards uh, being prepared military-wise. One of the cool things uh, Brandon Cruz does is he trains future warriors. So for no money at all. If you're a teenager that are looking to become uh, anything from a Green Beret to, you know, any Special Forces mm -hmm. guy, specifically Navy SEALs, because he was a SEAL, um, he trains these kids for free. And they all come to his house every day to swim, to run, cool. to work out weights, to take Redcon 1 supplements for uh, for free, um, and, uh, <laughs> and to try to become the next generation of warriors, which is like, it's just like everything about all these guys I admired. Even if you don't like the idea that they're going out there and, and killing and fighting for the country, the, the type of people these guys are, you can't help but admire them. Mm -hmm. so, um, definitely. definitely. Cool, so yeah, you, you talk a lot about like readiness condition and it, I can kind of tell in the in the supplements of Redcon 1, there's a, there's a pretty uh, strong slant towards nootropics and everything. Is, yeah. Clearly, is it something you like? Like what's your current stack? What, what, what got you into all that? 
So um, originally, you know, my first passion was bodybuilding, mm -hmm. was being the biggest guy in the room and muscles and everything like that. And as you get older and you worry a little more about health and just my interest shifted from that into business. I obviously I have two sons mm -hmm. married. My, my life is just very different now. And so I've always, always been into performance enhancement. Mm -hmm. um, and it just interested me, this new category, nootropics. And so we started experimenting with a lot of them. A lot of them, unfortunately, are not permissible dietary ingredients. Right. Um, like I really like uh, phenyl paracetam. A lot of the paracetams that are some really, really cool ones that are out now that are, that are not permissible. Um, and so, um, yeah, it's just something like I love the idea of being able to take something to make your mind work better. Right. And so that's when we met for the first time uh, at the Olympia this year and everything, you kind of you mentioned uh, what was the phrase? I wrote it down. You, you like studying like the science of success yeah. and everything. What, what does that mean in your own words there? Because you're, you're well, talking about a lot of entrepreneurial stuff here. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm interested in. Um, so I've been fortunate enough to, um, to have met a lot of really successful people, mm -hmm. not necessarily in the, in the field of nutritional supplements, although I have met plenty right. like Jared Wheat. Mm -hmm. um, we, were, we were eating with or hanging out with that day. Mm -hmm. But um, I met you know, dozens and dozens that are out of the, uh, of the supplement field space. And uh, when I've met these people, I realized that I had a lot of the same characteristics that they have and that they have a lot of the same characteristics of each other. And it started to be like, wow, it's interesting that the habits and the characteristics of all these very successful people are so similar. Mm -hmm. um, Can you give some then, examples? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, one thing that I find is that uh, these people don't procrastinate. That uh, procrastination mm -hmm. is, not a, uh, is, is the opposite of a characteristic for um, people just get shit done, <laughs> done, um, not being afraid of risk, you know, being willing to take risk, risk adverse, not risk adverse. Mm -hmm. So um, that's one thing that I find not afraid to fail. Uh, another thing that I find. And then it's how you um, when you fail, how you act. Do you learn from failing? Are you depressed because you failed? Um, you know, where do you go from there? I think that a lot of entrepreneurs that are very successful are people that learn from their mistakes and uh and move quickly quickly move forward and uh, i feel like people who are very successful are all very positive people mm -hmm. uh we live in an industry in a fitness industry of people that are you know i hate the word haters <laughs> but they're they're they abound everywhere you look everybody hates this guy and that guy and this and that and and you see people who have achieved success and instead of saying hey man that's awesome Mm -hmm. Like, that's what I say. If Mike, if you tell me, dude, hey, Aaron, I just bought a thousand thousand foot yacht for two billion dollars. That may not <laughs> be my thing. I may be like, hey, man, I don't that's not my thing. But man, if you like that and you're happy you did that, that's fucking cool. man. Mm -hmm. Amazing. But in our industry, people be like, oh, what an asshole. You know, that guy's a dickhead. Oh, he has this or that or, he, you know, it, and so any kind of level of success, it seems like in our industry more than others is almost like looked down on. Like it's easy to root for the guy who's, who sucks, who's getting better, and it's easy to root for underdog, but it, it seems like there's a lot of people that stop. And I find that the very successful people are the ones, even the ones that aren't successful yet, that are on their way up. Mm -hmm. Look at the guy that drives a Mercedes or whatever and says to themselves, what did he do that I could do too? Mm -hmm. Or why does he get that and I don't? What can I do to replicate that? Mm -hmm. Or uses that as inspiration or basically is just happy for the other person. And, uh, and the people that look at the, the I'm using this a thing as, an, as a, a material thing as, as an example, but right. it, could be any, it could be anything. You could mm -hmm. see, uh, go to A1 Supplements and see uh, 
you know, number one pre-workout is uh, Mesomorph and be like, that guy is an asshole. I don't like him. You know, why does he why does he get to be number one? I should be number one. Instead of saying, well, think about why do you think that product is number one? Mm -hmm. Why? How do I make a product that could be that good? Or what is he doing marketing wise that maybe I'm not doing? So this is like a these kind of characteristics and I can go for a long time. Right. There's a lot. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things that are that are very similar. So I talk about the science of success because I honestly believe that you can break it down and you can take anybody, any individual, with any reasonable amount of intelligence that is willing to work their ass off mm -hmm. and build the habits that are um, required to be successful and turn a person who could be successful into somebody who is very, very successful. Cool. Are you are you mentoring anyone in that capacity right now, out of curiosity? No, and you know what I get? I get requests for that occasionally. Mm -hmm. And because I'm so busy, right. uh, I don't I don't do I even I even had a guy offer a lot of money to do that where it was really cool and I love I mean dude, what's more <laughs> I mean what's more uh, flattering than somebody saying something like that. Mm -hmm. But um, no, right now until I get my shit together, you know, until I'm on a more stable playing field where businesses are running themselves or like I sell something big because it is something that I really like. I would love to help people like that. Mm -hmm. I would love to do public speaking. That's another thing that I, I actually enjoy. Right. Get in front of people and talk mm -hmm. uh, and talk about what I'm passionate about or to answer questions. I actually like doing it. Uh, but, you know, the few times that I've been asked, it just doesn't. Can I, can I honestly say, is it a smart thing to do to leave my wife and children on a rare opportunity? Um, to go spend a weekend talking to people for, for a yeah. lot, very limited amount of money. You know right. I mean? Yeah. So you kind of just mentioned until you get your shit together. How is your shit not together right now? Then <laughs> open the door for that one. <laughs> um, I am just very, 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 very busy. And uh, unfortunately, while I, I would never, ever tell you that I don't have a fantastic team because I do. I have a tremendous, mm -hmm. tremendous team and I have some great guys that are under me like Eric Hart is the vice president of all my businesses. Mm -hmm. You know, I got Eduardo, who's with me all the time, who's my assistant, who manages everything. I got, and I've got, we already have 19 full-time employees wow. at Redcon. So I have a great team. But um, because of the volume of business that I'm doing, I need um, a lot more help before I can um, take a step back and say, like, um, I can just make the 30,000-foot decisions. <laughs> right. And not eat. So right now, when I leave for a few days, I feel very stressed about yeah. what's going on. What, what people are doing, mm -hmm. if they're doing what they're supposed to. So I think when I say get my shit together, it's like I envision a place and a time where I could leave for a week or I could leave for a weekend or bring my wife and kids and do a speaking engagement or mm -hmm. go and help people or do something really cool where I wouldn't be stressed out and be like, why am I doing this? Does this, do the dollars make sense? You know, does it make sense to leave and potentially hurt sales, uh, web sales, because I'm not there pushing be that or something, you know what I mean? Right. So yeah, it seems like obviously you've gotten very into the uh, the marketing side of things on the on the web and on social media and everything. Um, I guess I, I, I'm kind of curious about that, but at some point, is there a concern? Should there be a concern that the consumer starts seeing so many ads or so much action that maybe you know are you profiting too much off of a product or what do you you know how do you balance that you know between value for consumer and getting your message out there? Uh, well, I think at the beginning of the brand, you know, when a brand gets, so I, I guess this is how kind of how I view it in marketing wise is, is um, I mean, this is actually marketing one on one is the funnel, right? And then mm -hmm. on the top of the funnel is just making people aware. Right. And so um, right now, Redcon One, uh, you are very immersed in, I mean, this is your world, right? Mm -hmm. so right. You know all about Redcon One. 
but I'm sure that my sister's friends at her gym don't know anything about it. Mm -hmm. um, so I need to push and push and push until it gets to the point where there are enough people at the top of the funnel that are aware that I don't have to keep pushing so hard. But uh, advertising is part of business. And uh, until you uh, until you have become, unless you're like a Dan Allen Bailey or Rob Bailey or somebody that has this huge organic reach, you mm -hmm. always need to advertise. It's just a matter of doing it in a classy way. So right. it's not like, fuck, these guys are annoying the hell out of me. You know? uh -huh. But sometimes, I'll tell you what, sometimes the greasy wheel gets the oil, right? Yep. So, uh, <laughs> sometimes. Uh, so, so it's a fine balance. Yeah. yeah. Fine balance. You don't want it. There's one thing you can do with ads, with analytics, is if you pick a large enough group that you're hitting, mm -hmm. you can make sure that that person is not getting hit multiple times a day. Cool. And Sounds that's one thing you definitely don't want to do is like, so say if my crowd, my, my audience that I'm hitting is a hundred thousand people mm -hmm. I'm spending 50, let's say, let's say I spend a thousand dollars a day mm -hmm. to hit those 50,000 people mm -hmm. more than likely my ad's going to be seen many times a day by those people. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and now you have to think to yourself, is that going to be more beneficial or is that going to be a negative, you know? Gotcha. Okay. So uh, getting back to like how busy you are and everything, uh, we've only talked about Redcom one, but you got prime nutrition, uh, you mentioned Daniel and Bailey, and even we, we haven't even talked about C.T. Fletcher at all, even like on our blog or anything. Um, okay, so first- High Green as well. Dynamic oh, geez, <laughs> yeah, of course. So um, go over, like, how do you how do you balance your time across these? But also explain, I'd like to, there's a lot of questions, obviously, but I'd like to know um, what's gonna happen moving forward with some of these brands, especially Prime Nutrition. But how does Aaron Singerman balance his time? Like, do you have to compartmentalize different brands or can you do certain similar things at once? Like, right. Well, um, so the answer to the question is, you know, with Blackstone Labs, I still own the equal percentage as PJ Braun, which is my business partner who created the company with mm -hmm. me. But I have no daily responsibilities with the company. Right. I just go review the books at the end of the month and everything. Mm -hmm. get, uh, get my paycheck, basically. So um, I do nothing with that one. Prime Nutrition, I was doing nothing for the last six or seven months because um, we had a dispute, which uh, me and you can go into that a little bit yeah, more. Will, yeah. But only recently in the last month have I been involved in kind of the remaking of Prime, which I'll be happy to go into more detail in a, in a moment. Um, Dynamic Muscle, uh, I have, uh, obviously Kai is, uh, is an owner, so it's not like it's my company, it's Kai's company. Okay. I have a CEO, CEO which is, his name is Adam Paz, who runs, uh, who runs the company, essentially is the, is the, the head of the company. Um, and then Eric Hart, basically, from my perspective, from my side, he is like the face of me for all these companies. So I'm trying more and more for Adam to interact with, with Eric. Uh -huh. versus me. And, uh, and the same thing goes for uh, Dana and Rob actually do. I do very little for right now. We're trying to revamp some of that mm -hmm. for, the, for the very near future. Um, they moved the fulfillment up there to PA. Uh, Dana and Rob, and more specifically Rob, is really, really... Uh, a great businessman on his own right mm -hmm. and uh and also loves control and he wants to control as much as he can cool and uh and i would never um i i've never made it me and him are also very very close friends i consider him one of my better friends mm -hmm. so i've always just um when he says i want to do this i want to take over this i always say go for it cool and cool. uh and then and then you know after a while like right now we're going to go back and look and say okay is this working 100 percent? maybe we can change a few things right but he's a he, the guy's like a genius so there's no I'm not going to uh, put it to you this way. Like Kai Green is uh, is a phenomenal bodybuilder. Essentially, mm -hmm. the in my opinion, the best bodybuilder alive right now competing. Mm -hmm. um, some people would say no, but of he's definitely the most right, most famous <laughs> bodybuilder that's competing right now. Other than Arnold, he's the most famous bodybuilder ever. 
um, but he is not a businessman. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, uh, on the other hand, you have um, Rob, who is a businessman, so it's a little bit different relationship there. Mm-hmm. And then on the flip side, CT Fletcher, which just started, he's he is the easiest of all of them to work with because yeah. he knows he knows what he knows, and he is fantastic at what he does. Mm-hmm. Believes that I'm fantastic at what I do, and so we're going to work really well together. Um, I'm very very excited about that line. Awesome. So, um, it's a bunch of teams, really. So now the question is, so. Prime attrition, um, obviously, red one mm-hmm. is my, right. my personally that I'm focusing the most on. Dynamic, run everything. Prime attrition now, CT. These all these all need their own teams. Okay, so how does how does your day work out then? Like, how do you? Uh, I'm starting to see that I'm getting a little overwhelmed as we're getting more successful. How are you not getting overwhelmed? This is what blows my mind with some entrepreneurs like yourself. So um, you know, it's one of the things that I talked about yesterday. I try, I'm trying to do a Facebook Live every Saturday, and mm-hmm. one of the things I talked about is uh, a terminology that uh, that Rob came, Rob and Dana came up for me. What they, they call it, Aaron mode. <laughs> and, uh, Aaron mode basically means it's then it, it could be anybody. You know, it could be Mike mode, mm-hmm. where uh, where not a lot bothers me. I don't get I don't get uh, stressed out very easily. Uh, I don't get overwhelmed very easily. I don't get sad very easily. I don't get mad very easily. I don't get happy very easily. I'm just kind of like this. Mm-hmm. So I, I get excited and I get passionate, but the, the other stuff I kind of like almost uh, avoid somehow. Uh, and I guess it's just maybe a, uh, like a, a habit of success, maybe that maybe other people probably share too, that I don't get too up and down at all other mm-hmm. than like pumped up. So like when I talk to my guys, my marketing team, I'm, I'm on fire, excited. And I'm telling them, let's fucking go. Come on. Uh-huh. And what's wrong with this? And we, we, we discuss and I'm passionate. But other than that, um, I don't get too much anything. So, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so that has been uh, definitely a big part of this. That being said, every person, every entrepreneur, every human being has a finite amount of energy, mental energy. Right. Some people have more and some people have less. But everybody has a finite amount. And I am definitely at a point where I have reached that level for me. Mm-hmm. So now I have to decide, like if a new opportunity comes around, I have to decide, is this something that is worth me reducing time on other things? Mm-hmm. Or is it worth hiring a whole new group of people mm-hmm. that can handle these things and then I can just basically oversee it? Because it's very difficult for me to turn down opportunity or money, uh-huh. very difficult. Right. Uh, so I, I often get lately I've been getting opportunities where I'm like, okay, so who do I need to hire to handle this? Um, so right now uh, we have, like I said, 19 people. I would not be surprised if I have 50 people in the new office uh, by this time next year. Wow. In the marketing department. I'll hold you to that. All right. Just the marketing department. I'm not Jeez. talking about shipping or anything else. Mm-hmm. Because that is really the level uh, to, to the degree to what I would like to grow. The level that needs to be there, as far as the organization chart, like it needs to really be me, mm-hmm. and then Eric Hart, and then marketing director, and then each team has its own marketing director, its own digital marketer, its own graphic artist, its own you know each level needs its own call center guy, its own customer service mm-hmm. guy. Its own. So each one of these teams should be brought out like this. Do you have a jobs page or anything we can link to, or a hiring page? Like where are you finding these people? You know what, man, I've been, I, I'm going to need that, mm-hmm. uh, especially now that. It's, some of it's technical um, because like digital marketing stuff is technical, right. SEO is technical. Mm-hmm. So like right now I have one guy who's great at SEO, but really we need multiple guys because you know, SEO is not something you can do uh, once a week. You can't do, oh, I'll do SEO this day on this brand, this day on this brand, this day on this brand, it doesn't work like that, you know? 
you need to do it uh, multiple times a day and sometimes all day and all night to get really good at it. And uh, if you're going to be a content writer for one site, you can't write for this site and this site because the voice gets lost. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you're uh, doing a good pun on that content. Uh, that just seems to be what's winning lately. So you know it. <laughs> content yes, is king. Yeah, just like you're doing too. And, and if you um, if you start to spread out that content, all of a sudden now everybody suffers. Mm -hmm. So uh, so far I've been really lucky because each of these people I hired, like Young Lawrence is a kid that I hired. I call him, we call him Young Lawrence, <laughs> um, even though he's not that young. So uh, he got hired. Funny, quick, very, very quick, funny story. I was told that he just got out of the military and that he was 21 and he needed a job. And he was uh, he was in the process of starting, like going to art school mm -hmm. with the GI with the GI uh, project or the GI um, GI Bill GI Bill. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, hell yeah, let's give him a shot. And he came in and he showed me some of his work. And I was like, damn, dude, you're really good. And I was like, so like you're about to go to school or whatever. He's like, no, I'm 28. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, so you're not that young, Lawrence. <laughs> so he looks young. So, awesome. uh, so he had all these friends from art school mm -hmm. that went to art school with him. And uh, some of them do photography. Some of them do video videography. Some of them do. And so it's been really cool because he was a popular guy in his art school. And all of these guys bring together different stuff that is not from our industry. And that's what I like. It's that's not good. from our industry. It's the same old shit. You know? mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah. All right, cool. So um, I want to talk a little bit about prime nutrition moving forward. We haven't gotten into that as much. And then we got to go back. We got to hear, we got to hear what's going on, what, you know, what happened from the horse's mouth. We really, uh, we've kind of blogged about a timeline of it, but I basically said, you know, there's too many ins and outs for me to make an opinion on. So let's just do it right here in this video. So first off, moving forward, prime nutrition. It sounds like you're going to be doing some cool stuff like testing and like stuff that we like at PriceBow. Um in terms of you know finding not only value but trust and right. so you obviously this is getting manufactured at high-tech pharmaceuticals uh you co-own it with jared Wheat, from i understand is it right. just you two yeah it's just us two 50 50. awesome and so yeah what's what's the next six months to maybe 12 months going to look like with prime well basically um like you said uh people haven't heard a lot actually i just sent you our me and jared's new little mini press release that i posted today mm -hmm. um and it's been a month and uh, we were talking on the phone today and, and he was like hey it's time to make some kind of you know like let, let people know that we're working on it mm -hmm. so they don't just think that nothing's happening and you know we're just you know thumbs up our butt or whatever we've been working <laughs> on it right okay a lot needs to be done with prime and uh you know he uses the example that rome wasn't built in a day and uh and so is the same for prime mm -hmm. there's a there was a lot that needed to be done and um we want, we wanted when we brought Prime Nutrition back out for people to see, like, this is a great, op we look at this as a great opportunity for a great story. Me and him are all about stories. Mm -hmm. So Prime Nutrition had a, has a, as of right now, had a bad story. It had a product that came out that was tested and showed not to have one of the ingredients at all that was supposed to do and low on another one. Mm -hmm. um, it had a firestorm of media that was all kinds of bullshit that we don't even need to go into. Um, but Basically, now it provides me and Jared the opportunity to really change the brand, to bring it back to what we originally, what PJ and I originally planned it to be. Mm -hmm. And we can do it so well because as Jared is an owner, the testing equipment is all there. Right. Um, so Jared has, you know, I don't want to quote how many, but he's got half a dozen HPLC machines. Jeez. He's got, I mean, his lab has more equipment. The cost of the of the equipment in his lab is, is more money you know, than most people's entire facility. Right. Wow. I mean, 
he has a whole, I mean, he has a legit uh, quality uh, Q&A uh, lab, mm -hmm. quality assurances of everything. He does aging testing. He does biological. He does micro testing. He does, he can do C of A, C of, I mean, he can do every, anything you can imagine he can do himself. So the, the problem with testing um, products, third-party testing, is that it is extremely expensive if you right. test for every ingredient of every product, mm. of every lot. And that's one thing I just want to touch on quickly, Mike. Ah. People, people say with this whole thing, PJ got a lot of uh, uh, bad press. And, uh, and I wasn't involved at all, but I can assure you that no brand, not PJ, not anybody, would purposely want to remove an ingredient that cost uh, 30 cents or something like that. So you're talking about the tea cream in that email? It, yeah. So what, what, what happened there in your words then? So what happened in my opinion, and this is strictly an opinion because I don't know what happened for sure. Because you, you weren't CEO at that point when that happened no. or, okay. No, no. And, and in fact, and it's one of the things that I point out when people ask about this is that that product had a 9.6 rating on bodybuilding.com out of almost a thousand reviews. Mm -hmm. So to say that the product uh, didn't have what it was supposed to have, and either that shit, either tea cream doesn't matter at all, uh, which I don't believe. Uh, those guys at Compound Solutions are smart guys, mm -hmm. and I like I like uh, Dr. Hector very much. Oh yeah, he's the all great. Yeah, they're great. So um, my belief is that it changed very recently um, because it, all of the complaints came far after I left. So I think what happened more than likely is Dirtcap Labs guys got indicted. You guys, everybody knows that. Right. That's not an opinion. That's fact. They mm -hmm. got indicted. And it's also fact that they're in a lot of trouble. Mm -hmm. um, now, those guys are the ones that either put in the ingredient or don't put in the ingredient. Uh, they're the ones who get the, who do a, a build sheet that gets given to their guys and they mix it. Mm -hmm. And there's a spec sheet that shows everything that's supposed to be in it and the type of bottle and everything. And if they were to put the right things in it on those sheets, then the people that work there, and I've met the people that work there, they're not skilled workers, basically. They, they mix what's told. It's just like making a cake. If I tell my wife, put three eggs in the cake, mm -hmm. she's going to put three eggs in the cake. Gotcha. Um, so more than likely, they have put the wrong stuff in there, either on accident or on purpose. But as a manufacturer, 30 cents is a lot of money. Why is that? Um, because your margins are much smaller. Mm -hmm. So so like, let's say um, on a $7 product, like an intra-ND EA plus, I think it was eight bucks, nine bucks, something like that. To manufacture or? The, the cost to the brand. To the brand, okay. The brand. So if they were to, let's say they make 30% on it. Mm -hmm. So let's say out of that $7, they're making a dollar 40. Right. Right. So if they can put in half of one ingredient, cut out another ingredient, they could potentially make another 40% on their margin hmm. by cutting that out. Whereas a brand, 30, 30 cents, I'm selling that product that I get for eight bucks. I'm selling that product for 21 bucks. Okay. So why would I, why would any brand, not just me or PJ, I'm saying any brand, no brand in their right mind would put their entire reputation on the line to make an extra three or four points margin, five or six points margin. It mm -hmm. just doesn't make sense. No one would ever do that. Um, it's just not done. Gotcha. Um, so, and then on the flip side, this is the thing that when I'm seeing brands critiquing what happened there, the thing that kind of aggravates me is that I happen to know uh, many, many, many owners of many, many supplement companies mm -hmm. on, on a personal level. And they all know, some of the ones that were even being critical of PJ and, and Duracap and myself and Primatrician, um, they all know that, that nobody third-party tests every lot of every product for every ingredient. Unfortunately, it just doesn't happen. Right. 
So it just doesn't, unless you own it, unless you own your 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 product, your uh, your manufacturing facility, and you own all of the testing equipment. Because to give you an example, let's say that um, I don't let's say who's doing really good. Uh, ProLab, ProSubs, ProSubs is doing good, right? They're 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 moving quite a bit of product. ProSubs probably does a thousand lots of products a year. Okay. And in that thousand lots, they probably have a thousand different ingredients, hundreds of different ingredients. Mm-hmm. So now you're going to need to test at a few hundred dollars a clip every ingredient for every lot mm-hmm. they ever do. So it's going to be millions of dollars a year mm-hmm. third-party test every lot of every. So what happens is no matter what you do, no matter who you are, there needs to be a point where you start to trust your manufacturer. Now I'm not saying never test. You should test, mm-hmm. but you should you should not be required to test every lot of every product you make forever of it for every ingredient because it's cost prohibitive. And if that means that you don't trust your manufacturer, so you shouldn't even be working with those people. Um, and as soon as I personally stopped trusting Duracap Labs, I pulled every single product and every single ingredient and every dollar out of that place. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, I guess for the for the viewers out there, we're kind of starting to see that a lot of the issues that have been happening over the last few years with the supplement manufacturers, it is down to the contract manufacturing level. A lot of the brands don't want bad things that happen to their products. They don't want to spike things. Um, and so to avoid that, you know, we're starting to see a lot more requests for, Hey, who's the supplement manufacturer we can trust yeah. and everything. And obviously you're working with, with Jared at high tech pharmaceuticals. He's got all this equipment. We all know he's, he's audited probably more than anyone on this planet um, yeah. by the FDA and everything. I guess, oh, we just it's okay. Up. Sorry, I'm good. Oh, okay, yeah, there we go. And so um, I guess at that point, why should I, if, if I know that high-tech pharmaceuticals is very highly trusted, why not just buy one of their products or APS or one of their brands? Why should I go with the Aaron Singerman Prime Nutrition or Redcon One? How do you differentiate yourself from all those other high-tech pharma products? Well, oh, let me just turn my, uh, I want to make sure my, this doesn't, I don't yeah, lose I lost the video for a second. You're, you're going to be good in a second. I okay, still hear you, we though. We're, we're back. We're back. Hold on. We're back. There you go. Okay. Yes. Hello. So, yeah, that question was too hard. I was going to, I was going to hang up on you. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, the question, the answer to the question is uh, marketing is one big portion of that. Mm-hmm. So everybody is different with marketing and has different skills. Obviously, Jared has done a great job with some of his brands. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I'm very, very good at the digital marketing, very good at, uh, at the, about how the social media works and everything, how we how we price the products, mm-hmm. how I deal with retailers. A lot of it is relationships, and uh, and then the third major thing is how you decide to dose your products and what you're willing to do in in terms of your uh, your ingredients. Mm-hmm. So like, there's a threshold of profitability that people need to make. So when when somebody like me puts six grams of citrulline malate in right. your product, and I and I dose the products. Um, transparently. Yes, uh, one thing that high tech isn't doing for most yeah. of their stuff. Yeah. Okay. Uh, not that's not a, that's not a. Uh, not, not <laughs> oh fair. no, I, I said it, not you. <laughs> yeah. um, but um, so when you do this, you have to be comfortable with a certain level of uh, of margin. Right. So uh, efficaciously dosed products are more expensive. Mm-hmm. So to give you an idea, I used to make a pre workout in the past that was in the six dollar range, and now I make one that's in the nine dollar. Nice. So, um, you know, that's just a personal decision. So you have to decide how you want to market it, uh, what your message is going to be, uh, the type of people you're going to associate with, the relationships you have, 
what kind of quality product you're going to put together, what's important to you in the product. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and then, you know, how you're going to get out, get it out there. So, I mean, in supplements, there's nothing really too proprietary and there's nothing really too innovative because if you're, if you're too innovative, then you're doing stuff that's not really permissible, legally permissible. So it's an interesting mix of, do you want to be a cowboy? You know, how edgy do you want to be? Uh, how far do you want to go? Mm -hmm. And uh, and that's something that I have certainly played with a oh, lot yeah. right. over the uh, my career in supplements. You know, at, in the very beginning, I had nothing to lose, and we were very very edgy and, and innovative. Mm -hmm. And now we're having to find ways to be innovative without being quite so edgy. So um, you know, it's a, it's a it's definitely a, a mix. But the answer to your question is, yeah, there's thousands of supplement companies out there, mm -hmm. thousands. And I think the biggest difference, the differ differentiating factor is your message and your branding and your formulations. Those, right. your biggest, those are your biggest uh, differentiating factors. And also, I think the biggest thing, that, you, that the, the one thing that uh, that is bigger than anything else uh, is your relationships. Yeah. So uh, I can get on the phone and I can call just about any big chain store owner and know, know them personally. I know all the owners of all the big websites. Mm -hmm. I know most of the large international players. Nice. I know uh, the big, uh, the, obviously the biggest manufacturers and the best manufacturers, uh, and they're willing to give me credit because they know my word is my bond. And uh, and then I know uh, the, the the players in terms of the celebrities. So you know, obviously, so um, well connected man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so. All right. Um, okay. So I got. I have, that, that brings me to a couple other things. But one thing we did leave hanging was the prime nutrition testing thing. And yes. so we didn't. Oh, yeah. Let's close that down. Like so. What? Yeah. What are you guys gonna be doing with all that? Jared's got the equipment. So, and then right, you got I'm sorry. No, that, that's my that's fault. Let me sidetracked. Um, the, the, that's the biggest thing. Is what's gonna be different about Prime Nutrition? What's the? What's our marketing plan? So mm -hmm. Our marketing plan number one is to change the ambassadors and the, the people who are marketing it. So you won't be seeing the boobs and butts anymore. Oh so, no. <laughs> I know. You can, you'll have to go to UPorn or something for that. Now. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but uh, that'll be changed. But the biggest thing, the number one thing is the testing. So yeah. every single lot of every single product will be tested and will be available for you to see on the website. So cool. when you go and you look at our new Intra, see we had Intra MD, we switched it to Intra Elite, which is actually an updated, even better formulation than, than was previous. Is that out right now? And by the way, this this is filmed on November 6th, 2016. Yeah. I should have said, said that way in the beginning. They'll see it on YouTube. We'll, yeah. we'll, we have this up quickly. But, not out yet. So it's not, not out, out yet. yet. Gotcha. Not out yet. The labels haven't been released. Uh, Jared and me are still working on formulations. I have the, the luxury of having, as my business partner, probably the most uh, underappreciated, underrecognized master formulator. Oh, yeah. So people don't realize who Jerry Weed is. They think he's just this secretive business owner that's running the supplement world. He actually knows supplements far, far better than John Meadows or anybody else that you guys think of as a, as a formulator. Mm -hmm. He knows. I, I'm not gonna. I don't want to. You know, he could toot his own horn, but these products that you guys see from Primatrician are from the mind of Jared Weed, which is far better than anybody else that I've ever been uh, associated with. So uh, you're gonna find those same products um, with a slightly better formula um, and. You're going to see them a little bit better price even, cool. and you're going to be able to see that they're fully tested. And uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if Jared goes out and starts wanting to test other people's products now and put them on the website. So that's kind of like once what you're kind of, you know, it could tend to end up being like a, uh, you know, you know how Jared is, right? Yeah. I mean, the last thing you really want is to upset Jared because he'll come and start testing everything you ever do and make sure, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, yeah. I, I hope to see it on other brands. Would you consider doing this for Redcon and all your other stuff as well? Is it's like trying kind of the beta test or whatever? 
Yeah, well, we will. I mean, um, uh, he, he's got to obviously make money. So running these tests oh, yeah. still cost money for him. Mm -hmm. um, so we will, we are testing and we're going to show the, the current lots of all the Redcon products to prove that everything we say is in them. I don't know if we'll be able to do it. If me and him can work out a deal that Redcon can afford to do it for every lot of every product. I mean, um, so I don't want to tell you that's for sure, but um, it is something where, you know, one thing I thought of doing, um, and, I, and I, after we put the, uh, put the ingredients and the profiles and stuff on the website for Redcon, I thought of maybe doing some kind of like dare. Like if somebody can, if somebody tests our products and they use their own money to test it, and if it comes out wrong, I'll give them a thousand dollars or something. Pay for the <laughs> you know, I mean, so that they're, the impetus will be on the uh, on the consumer if they want to prove if they want to prove it and, and they do prove it then we'll give them something you know what I mean yeah I think um, I think one thing yeah a lot of people are afraid to do that out of fear of lawsuits like this has been going on for over ten years so yeah you're right I'll test your stuff you promise not to sue me <laughs> <laughs> no we've been um all right cool so and so you've mentioned. You've mentioned that you still own half half of Blackstone. Are you just you're simply not not involved with that at all, though? Like, yeah, I went from being a, a manager um, and running the day to day operations of the business mm -hmm. to being just a member, which essentially makes me I'm a non voting member, so I'm like an investor. Gotcha. Um, so when we had our agreement, there's lots and lots of little things in the agreement that state many things that I can do and I can't do and he can do and mm -hmm. he can't do like for example I can compete directly uh, with Blackstone mm -hmm. uh, I can't disparage Blackstone not that I would ever want to because Blackstone is still my company you and know? you still yeah, yeah. And, and, and PJ can't disparage me or my company which you know uh, well what, uh, I, I gotta ask what's the what's the current situation between your friendship you know like November 2016 where are you at we're good. We're good. We call the truce. Yeah. Okay. Good. Of sorts. Uh, me and him are, are definitely getting better. You know, I, I don't want to pretend me and him are best friends again or anything like that, but you know, they say time heals all wounds and you know, he was very nice when my father passed away just now. Oh, that's uh, nice. I'm so sorry about that, by the way. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate mm -hmm. it. He knew my dad very well. You know, he's been a, uh, my best friend for 10 years and he's been to every family event. And uh, I think that until recently, you know, he would have said my mom and dad were like his were like family mm -hmm. for him. He, he didn't have a dad growing up. Uh, so I know he was very close to uh, my dad. Mm -hmm. So anyway, uh, you know, I think that we're in a better place. I think we're in a much better place. Uh, yeah. Not helping run the business still. Mm -hmm. uh, he's asked me to come back and help out. But uh, the animosity seems to be uh, gone from his end. And as far as I go, I really never had any animosity. Um, I was just more um, like the whole thing was more like a, um, something that was coming down the pipe for a long time. And when it ended up happening, it was uh, scary and I was worried it was going to happen. And then now that it's gone and everything happened, I feel like it's the best thing that ever happened to me in my life. Hmm. You know, I'm happier now um, than I've ever been. Okay, I'm cool. a pretty happy guy to begin with. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I guess that's really good to hear. I mean, when I was digging through on the, the Jared Wheat Prime Nutrition blog post, I kind of went through the history, and I found an old poster on your personal Facebook where you said, um, you know, a year or so ago I had the chance of launching a business with my best friend, and now we're doing Prime Nutrition. You, you know, you showed the primenutrition.com launch, and it, it, it honestly kind of broke my heart because, like, you mentioned this guy was your best friend, and then things kind of deteriorated. So I really am happy that it's getting better because – um, you know, I, I, and I'd like to hear about this, getting back to some of the entrepreneurial stuff, starting a business or a, any type of venture with your best friend or a good friend, or maybe even a family member, like 
What if you've learned so much more than anyone out there, I'm sure about this, what can you say, what would you do again if you're gonna start a business with a best friend or if I was gonna do something with my best friend, what would you suggest? Um, number one, I would say that, um, I would say that be careful. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I would say be careful. I'm not, a, I'm not a really a big, even though I have a lot of partners, I can't say that I'm a big fan of having partners in general because very often when you partner with a friend or a family member, you do it out of feelings like, you know, I loved PJ as, mm -hmm. as like a brother, you know? So I did it. I, I never thought to myself, like, is, do I need PJ? You know, do, do I need, I'm sure he didn't think to himself, does he need Aaron? You know, could he have done it better on his own or could he have done it just as good on his own? It was more of a thing like, like, this is my friend. I want to include him. You know, mm -hmm. I want him to be part of it. Uh, and then with family members, it's the same thing. I've had tons of family work for me, tons and tons of friends. And almost all of those friends, I think all of those friends that I had work for me are not, don't work for me anymore oh. and are not my friends anymore. Wow. Um, so, and you said they're not your friends. I think we broke up. For... No, they're not. So no. this sounds like something you basically don't advise doing if I'm reading I, through the I lines. Don't, I for don't, you at least, I, maybe. I don't. Yeah, I don't advise it. I wouldn't advise it. Um, if you go to hire family, make sure or friends make sure that they're held to the same standard as everybody else and make mm -hmm. sure they're aware from the very beginning they're not special they're not your friend at work and that they are, are held to the same standard uh my experience is that friends feel like they are entitled to more and have to do less yeah uh, so uh they're like oh man i'm his friend forever i don't have to do that or i'm his friend forever why should i get paid the same as this other guy or so i believe in meritocracy which means that uh if you are doing better at your job or you are better uh, at something, you mm -hmm. should be paid more. Mm -hmm. So by merit, strictly by merit. So uh, I don't give two shits if somebody was my friend uh, uh, for the last 10 years. If they're not able to hold up their end of the bargain, they should not be getting paid more. Right. You know, they're getting paid for what they're worth, what yeah. they're worth. Yeah. Um, so that is uh, my opinion uh, on it. Now, that being said, there is some real benefits to having a best friend. Uh, or a, uh, a family member involved. Like me and PJ had so much fun uh, together. Oh, I bet. Yeah, when you guys were running out, that must have been some good oh, times. <laughs> most of the, most of the of our business uh, life together, and all of our friendship, we were very very close. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that a lot of the stuff that I was able to accomplish would have been uh, a lot less fun and meant a whole lot less if I did it all by myself. Yeah. So, okay. I I, I definitely hear that. Vacation. Mm -hmm. If I go on a vacation by myself, um, and, I, and I haven't done this in a while, but if I went on a vacation by myself, and I went and saw the Grand Canyon, let's say, right? Mm -hmm. It would be awesome. I'm sure I would love it. Mm -hmm. But if I bring my wife and we go to the Grand Canyon together and we enjoy it together, it's going to be a better vacation. It's just human nature. Yeah. You know, you humans want to share good experiences. Mm -hmm. And when you have bad experiences, you need to lean on somebody else. And uh, and we, me and PJ did that for years and years. Mm-hmm. And so um, I certainly wouldn't, I'm not telling you I would change anything. If I could go back and start Blackstone again all by myself and, and none of these problems, these recent problems would have happened, would I do it? No. Cool. I would keep it just the way that it mm -hmm. is. Everything is, uh, I'm very happy with everything that happened. I'm sad for some of the events and some of the things that transpired, mm -hmm. but I wouldn't, but I would not change a thing because I'm happy where I am right now this moment. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Cool. Um, yeah, that's that's most of what I wanted to cover. I mean, we could we could do other videos and other interviews as time goes on. I'm we could talk about. I mean, yeah. well, um, one thing I wanted to to kind of talk about is 
it seems like a lot of, when we were talking about a lot of successful people, it seems like I, I'm starting to notice a trend of like addictive personalities where we're addicted to the success or just addicted to the work in general and everything. Um, it, you mentioned that you have a bit of a, an addictive personality. Is that anything you... Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I definitely 100% do. And, you know, I, I had a drug addiction problems in my past. Uh, and that's a whole other video we could do. I'm happy to. It's one of the parts of my life that I'm very open with is that I was addicted to uh, heroin, wow. uh, IV heroin for, for a majority of my uh, of my late and not teens, but more early 20s. And uh, and I had a, a very addictive personality to everything. And uh, I stopped doing all the drugs. I got off of everything, and I basically decided to refocus my life on my passion, which at the time was bodybuilding. Gotcha. And bodybuilding went from uh, realizing that I'm, I don't have the genetics to be a great bodybuilder to telling myself I'm going to make money no matter what and what I love. And then I put everything that I had in every moment into something related to what I love until it became a career doing the radio shows. And then that became a career covering bodybuilding, and that became a career running the number one website, uh, media website in the world for bodybuilding. And that became a career helping Iron Mag Labs. And then I started Blackstone Labs and so on and so forth and so on and so forth, all because I had that crazy drive and passion. So uh, one of the things that I say about being a very successful person, mm -hmm. and I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm there yet, but I'm on my way, mm -hmm. um, is that there needs to be some level of obsession. Obsession is required, uh -huh. I believe to achieve anything really, really out of the ordinary. Mm -hmm. um, so if you are the type of person that can turn off and be like, done, work's done, five o'clock, work's done. Mm -hmm. See you on Monday, if that's you, then you most likely, unless you're a dentist or a doctor or a famous cardiologist or something, right. more than likely, uh, you will never really make it as far as into that upper echelon, into that one hundredth of one percentile. Um, Agreed. So the people that are the people that are in the one hundredth or the one thousandth of one percentile, those people are people that are either a got the money from somebody else, like or inherited it, mm -hmm. or probably have at least some part of that crazy obsessed gene. Gotcha. And so, uh, would that be your suggestion to someone who has that crazy obsessed gene, like rather than putting it to negative things, yeah. just go fully balls deep into something like yeah. bodybuilding or something like entrepreneurial whatever, whatever activities? Yeah. Is. I have, I have like, obviously you can't just do that. You can't be like working at, uh, you know, at Dillard's as a manager and say, man, I love the piano and say, fuck it. I'm going to be a crazy popular pianist mm -hmm. and I'm going to make all this money. There needs to be steps. I do think that if that you want to be a pianist, I think that you need to start to figure out what's the steps to make money doing something you love mm -hmm. and get the hell out of Dillard's because you can't do it tomorrow. Right. Um, so um, if you have a addictive gene um, and you have that compassion, obsessive compulsive gene and you know that you do mm -hmm. you should be very very happy and feel very very blessed the difficult part is to take that and transfer that into something positive because most people can't mm -hmm. and the reason why i talk to bodybuilders a lot is because bodybuilders all have that gene oh yes it definitely seems like it no doubt about it if you can if you can tell yourself i'm gonna eat chicken and broccoli five times a day <laughs> Make it to the gym twice a day. Take mm -hmm. all kinds of steroids that you know are bad for you um, on a schedule and uh, and do things that are going to make you uncomfortable to the point of, you know, sickness to get on stage to win nothing. <laughs> right? Get yeah. nothing for it. Basically, um, yeah. If you can do that, then you can force yourself to study or you can force yourself to do whatever is required 
to achieve whatever you want to do in your life. It's just very rare to have the person be able to transfer it, but you can. And everybody, anybody who has that, the possibilities are there. Cool. So, um, quickly uh, towards the end. So, if, if someone wants to follow on, you know, getting into the transition of the Aaron Singerman kind of path, what have you been reading? What what podcast do you listen to? And when do you find time to to dig into this stuff? Or are you just kind of learning on your own at this point, not reading as much? No, oh, yeah. I know. I, I still read. I read a book every night. Um, I don't finish the book every night. Oh, no, right. Or yeah, you still read a lot, lot more. Um, you know. Um, I think that if I, I'm just going to give a few that I like, uh, Extreme Leadership is one that I've been reading lately by Navy SEAL. Oh, low battery, sorry, low battery. I'm okay, back. well, we're going to uh, close out by soon. By Navy SEAL. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's called Extreme Leadership that I really like uh, by a SEAL that I know that I would love to, uh, I would love to get on Team Redcon. Um, and then um, another one by a, a friend of mine who uh, I'm a, a big um a big proponent of a lot of the things he says. Um, and his name is uh, Zimmerman from, of Zimmerman Advertising. Zimmerman Advertising? Yeah, Zimmerman Advertising is the number four biggest biggest advertising firm in the world, and mm -hmm. it's here in uh, South Florida. And um, and he is, uh, we, they call him Jay-Z, which is funny, because his name is Jordan Zimmerman. But <laughs> um, and he wrote a book um, called um, Leading Fearlessly. Leading Fearlessly. That I love, and if I were to write a book about um, business, this is what I would write. Obviously, my story and his story are very different. Mm -hmm. And he's a billionaire many times over, but he's totally self-made. Uh, and he's in marketing, which I love. Um, and he has a thousand employees in a building uh, not far from here. And I've been there and visited. And uh, and it's just, I mean, the man is an impressive guy. And uh, everybody loves him there. And uh, to walk into a building of a thousand young people, mostly he's 60, he's in great shape still. Uh, and, uh, he's like literally leading the team with a thousand people. Um, awesome. and, uh, you know, tried to buy the, uh, the Miami, um, dolphins. Oh, really? Well, yeah. I mean, this is the kind of guy we're talking gotcha. about <laughs> multiple planes. And, mm -hmm. uh, and so those are the two books that I'm, that I would suggest, like I was trying to think of what books I've read both of those already, but, um, those are very good. Uh, and if I was going to read just one, I'd read Jordan's book Gotcha. Um, because, because it encompasses everything. You may not learn a whole lot, but it will remind you if you're like me, I didn't learn anything from reading the book, but it reminded me a lot of good lessons that I made mental notes of that I needed to hear again. Excellent. Um, popular guy out there right now, Gary V, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. Yes, definitely. Yes. Yeah, CJ on our, on our YouTube channel is all about it. I think we're going to yeah. do a review of that. So his, what is your favorite part? Uh, what's your favorite stuff that he's putting out? Is it the new stuff or? The newest book he has uh, where it's basically like a question and answer book. Mm -hmm. I really like because uh, it's, a, I mean, he's a lot like I, I view myself, um, obviously with a different story once again, a little different twist. He's more like in your face, <laughs> um, you know, uh, but uh, I really like his stuff. And I like that there's a lot of people that do uh, success coaching and entrepreneurship stuff it's a very popular thing right now but there aren't too many that have actually created success themselves so it's easy there's a few of them. i'm not going to name them because it's it's an insulting thing to say but there's a lot of guys that are making a lot of money mm -hmm. on doing programs about business that mm -hmm. have never created a successful business yeah. yeah where it's like dude you so you're gonna tell me you know <laughs> how to be better but you've never done it at all mm-hmm yeah. So it's like it's like a bodybuilding coach who doesn't work out. Like, how are you going to coach somebody if you never worked out before? Yeah, I hear you. So, um, but so Gary Vaynerchuk took his dad's wine company and took it from uh, for no online presence, a store from three million to sixty million, 
And now he has Vayner Media that has, uh, I think, 500 employees and, and is somewhere in the realm of 200 million in revenue. Nice. Um, so he's a he's a guy that has been successful in his own right. So when he says, "Hey, this is how I would do it," or "This is how I did it," uh, I would listen. Excellent. Okay. Cool. Um, so if I want to get get become part of the Redcon One team, one thing that we just uh, haven't covered yet is the tier program. You want to quickly yeah. get into that, and then we can. We can close on down. That'll be, I'll, I'll, I'll let that be your pitch to everyone who's watching this. If they're still watching this, clearly they're a big fan of yours and maybe yeah. want to be part of your team. So sure. let's close down with the tier program. And So this was my idea. You know, a lot, we, we group, we kind of like brainstorm most of our ideas, but this one I got to take credit for myself. <laughs> nice. um, because basically I get inundated with people that are like, hey, I want to be part of the team. Mm -hmm. How do I get to be part of the team? I want to be an athlete. I want to be an ambassador. I want a job. I, I, uh, I don't want to exaggerate, but I, I would say I get dozens a day of, of like God. Nice. And so, and so basically, uh, the truth of the matter is, is that I barely read them anymore. I just, I, I don't give the people the attention that they deserve. And, uh, and there could be diamonds in the rough that I'm just passing by. Definitely. Um, so we came up with, with what we call the, the tier operator program. And you know, because you're into the military stuff. An operator means like a, 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 a soldier, a special forces soldier. Mm -hmm. A tier one operator is like a, a SEAL Team 6 guy or a Delta Force guy. It's the absolute top tier. Mm -hmm. So tier five I made up, but that, that's the bottom of the barrel in, in, our, in our program. You're a beginner, right? Right. So I'm allowing anybody to be a beginner as long as you fit the brand. It means you don't post any nudity. You don't, you don't rent no racial kind of shit that you post. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anything that, as long as you're a reasonably decent person that fits the brand, uh, like for girls, I won't, if you do a lot of like the butt stuff, I won't take you. No butt we selfies. Okay. We don't do, um, we do not consider the numbers of, uh, of likes. We don't care about the amount of followers. None of that matters. Uh, we just had a girl that had 60,000 followers. Uh, we got, we got 6,000 likes, but it seemed like the, the reason people are following her is because she posts sexy pics, sexy pictures. Mm -hmm. My wife is actually in charge of the tier program. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, Darielle. And so that's what, that she wanted to be more involved in the business. So she, when she looks through them, she doesn't give a shit if she has 60,000. <laughs> like somebody she doesn't want to be representing the brand, boom, mm -hmm. you're out. Gotcha. So, um, so we put this out there and uh, each tier you get a, a higher level of sponsorship ending with tier one. When you're a tier one person, you get a salary, you get uh, $500 a month in free supplements, mm -hmm. you get flown to all the events. Awesome. Um, you'll be at the Arnold, you'll be at the Olympia. Um, you get commission on your sales, 15% commission on your sales. Mm -hmm. You get a slew of, of stuff. And um, how are those sales tracked? Do, you, do, they, do they get a coupon code, affiliate kind of links, both? So right neither? now, we're right now we're working on a, trying to find the correct plugin. You may be able to help me. <laughs> um, so right now they have a plugin. Uh, we're just giving them a coupon code. Gotcha. Um, which uh, they should have uh, really need an affiliate link to make it good so that they can post other places. Because if you don't have a big social media following, how will you um, track your sales? How do you get your sales up? And then people are asking, like, how do they track their sales? So that's one of the things we've really been focusing on figuring out as this program is brand new, how to right, track okay. it. But what they get in tier one is they just get a code mm -hmm. and they get the ability to enter our Dropbox use our art, represent the brand, and they get a 30% off coupon code for anything they want to buy. Oh, nice. Right, for themselves. Right. And once they graduate, once they do a very small number of sales, then they'll graduate to the next tier, which allows them to be in our private Facebook group where they can be part of the community. Um, and then they, they start getting an allotment of personal supplements for themselves. Mm -hmm. And then they have to hit a reasonable number of uh, sales code usages 
to reach tier three in which they get $500 a month in supplements. They get flown to all of our events. We're going to do barbecues and meetups and they'll be able to uh, be used in, uh, in advertisements mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then they get 10% on their commission on whatever their coupon code is. Excellent. And then they move up from there from tier, tier two. It's really significant percentage of commission, a very you know, $500 a month in supplements, the ability to cover all their shows if they compete, uh, all their travel, the ability to come to all the events, to be at the Olympia booth and be paid, be paid to do demos, et cetera, et cetera. But the cool thing out of this is that I understand that many people don't have big social media followings and some people are going to really have to hustle. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have to tell people at the gym. I even suggested some of these people make business cards to give out their links and their codes. Good idea. Because what I will be watching is if you have 600 followers, but you do 100 sales over the rest of the year, you better believe I'm gonna be noticing that person. Mm-hmm. And somebody like that is gonna get way more attention. Um, and I know that not everybody wants to be an athlete. Maybe you want to work in the sales department. Maybe mm-hmm. you want to be in our call center. Right. Maybe you want to work in marketing. Maybe you want you know. If you're very creative and you're marketing our brand in a very creative, cool way, and you're doing the digital marketing for it, I might hire you for that. So my goal uh, with the digital, with the um, tier program is to try to hire everybody from the tier program. Awesome. So I'm talking about everybody from fucking senior vice presidents to, uh, you know, uh, graphic people to athletes. I'm going to try to stop hiring anybody outside of the tier program. So if you want to be hired by us, you need to join the tier program. And I've seen other brands where that kind of stuff works. And so, yeah, way earlier I asked if you had a jobs page and it sounds like the answer is your jobs page should be like, hey, go join the tier program and impress us. This is a meritocracy. This is Redcom one. Boom. Hell yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, Aaron, I think that's uh, that's good for now. Uh, our Skype call has gone a bit over an hour, so we're going to have an hour long uh, video here. And so uh, everyone can check out your website, your social media. We'll make links. Uh, Priceball.com slash Redcom one to compare prices from the retail network and everything. So you kind of have two different things going on. And eventually we're going to be uh, linking directly to your site as well because uh, you are transparently dosed, which allows us, it's kind of allows us to directly link to you. That's the one rule that we have for linking to, to brands sometimes. So, um, so yeah, check out pricelaw.com. We're going to have some blog posts. We have a couple YouTube videos and there's more coming. Uh, you know, our sponsored athlete slash YouTube, YouTube got on our channel is CJ Woodruff and he was in the Marines. And so before really diving deep into Redcom One, I wanted to throw him the products and see if he was like, you know, put off by it or he loved it. And he absolutely loves the stuff. So you're going to be seeing more Redcom One from us on our channel. And yeah, you guys are doing a great job blowing up. And I think that tier program is going to be, uh, tier operating program is going to be huge. So everyone could go and check that out. Thank you so much, Mike. I just want to take one second to thank you very much. Oh. I know that you have uh, you can choose anybody you want to be on this program <laughs> with you to talk about. Literally, any any supplement company owner would be crazy not to want the opportunity. Oh, thank to you. Spend the time talking to you mm-hmm. and, and have this kind of exposure for the brand. And uh, I just want to thank you for that uh, for for, for doing that with me and uh, and hopefully people get a chance to know uh, me a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think that that's important that when they see stuff on the internet, good or bad, that they get a chance to, to know who's behind it. And so I really appreciate the opportunity. Great. Yeah. I think this was, uh, this went really well and we're going to have to do it again sometime or maybe even, uh, live if we're at one of the expos, we'll figure oh, it yeah. out. Yeah. Oh, All yeah. right. Have a great rest of the Sunday, Aaron. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. Yeah. Talk to you later. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.